One word can change your life. One word can make the difference between success or failure. One word can influence your today as well as shape your tomorrow. Here's our host, Dr. Craig Lauderback. Welcome back to another episode of One Word. In this podcast, I'll be talking about the power of a promise, but not just any promise, God's promise. There are over 7,000 promises in the Bible, and each of them are a now promise, present tense. Here are just a few to consider. 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 16 reads, Do not fear, for those who are, present tense, with us are more than those who are against us. Look at Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are, present tense, healed. In Romans chapter 8, verse 37, Paul says, We are, present tense, more than conquerors through him who loved us. And then in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Paul also says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is, present tense, a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And then, lest to forget 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, the apostle says, He who is, present tense, in you is greater, present tense, than he who is in the world. So what does this tell you about God's promises? They are all accessible in real time. A present tense promise for a present tense need. William B. Sprague said the following, Do not wait to strike until the iron is hot, but make it hot by striking. He is saying this is not a time to hesitate, but rather a time to act. Now time is an interesting word in Scripture. It comes from the Greek word kairos, which is defined as obviously time, season, or I like this, window of opportunity. Believers in the book of Acts, they were people of action. That's why the book is referred to as the Acts of the Apostle. They were living in the present. For them, it was never about when, it was about now. God does not want you to miss your season of blessing and breakthrough. That's why along with his promise also comes his favor. Did you know God's favor also means his delight, desire, and pleasure? God takes pleasure in fulfilling his promises for you. Look at David's words in Psalm chapter 5, verse 12. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. God's favor is what authenticates God's promise. And this is what attracts people to the Lord. People are searching for the authentic. And God's favor is what authenticates your faith. Talk is cheap, but results speak. That's why David said in Psalm 34, verse 8, Taste and see that the Lord is good. There's no talking involved in tasting, and there's no listening involved in seeing, and this is how our lives should affect others. So let me ask you, 
How do you taste and look today? When people encounter God's favor, it will lead them to where? God's salvation. Rick Warren said this, Through salvation, your past has been forgiven. Your present is given meaning, and your future is secured. Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2, Now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. People want God's favor in their lives. They want His forgiveness, deliverance, and restoration. What are they searching for? They are searching for God's salvation. True Christianity isn't about imitating the world. It's about inspiring the world to be imitators of Christ. The world doesn't have what you need. You have what the world needs. You can't make them choose, but you can give them a choice. So my word to you is what? Give them Jesus. Give them God's promise. Well, that's it for now. And until next week, remember to choose your one word wisely. Thank you for listening. One Word is a weekly podcast with best-selling author and pastor, Dr. Craig Lauterbach. Make sure to subscribe and leave a review. Join us next week for One Word.